Welcome to the Strategy Guide Podcast, your veritable venture into the vortex of video games. This is episode 53, and I'm your big tough man host, Jake Magnum. And I'm your sweet lady host, Nora Darling. Nora. What's up? Nora, what's up? Oh, nothing. You know, I'm setting up my stream. We're about to be live soon. We're Twitch. almost live. It's alive. It's alive. I don't I'm usually dreaming. do this because, you know, so many people pop in and they, like, want to talk and then, it's like, can't interrupt each other, but... I'm going to let people know that if they want to chat, that we'll catch their comments at the end of the thing. Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. The adults are talking. We, it's our time to speak. Yeah. I yeah. wait I wait on you people hand and foot behind my bar yeah. all week long. It all is time. Day, every day. I need to talk now. Listen, I'm captain now. Most people know when they come in, they see talk show that, you know, you're not yeah. going to like jump and talk to them first but some people don't which that's fine it's fine it's just learn some stream etiquette you fucking right jackals. god oh, it's not that hard mm-hmm. just kidding oh man oh sorry sorry guys yeah there's usually a lot of witty banter it's not i'm, I'm a little i'm a, um, i'm very tired <laughs> very tired i've been really tired today too uh, for some reason i i feel like i slept Monday. okay but yeah that's yeah, gotta slept, be it i slept great but i just had it was a long Day. Yeah, I thought it was all right, today. but guess not. Oh well. Anyway, so Nora, how was your weekend? So you can talk about that while um, you set up the stream. How yeah. was your weekend? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm good. I did. I didn't do a whole lot, but that, I kind of like that kind of weekend. Yeah, you I know, mean, hung out with some friends like... and just chilled. I needed Man. it. Did some laundry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that doing some laundry is not like high up there on the hierarchy of you know, fun weekend activities. If you activities. really need to get it done, yeah. I always do my laundry, and I just leave it on top of my dryer. I'm like, I'll just wear this tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm really bad about just pulling it out of the dryer, or, like leaving it on a ha- in the hamper on the dryer, and, I'm and a, it just goes I'm right a, back in the washer. Yeah, I'm a stylish boy, but that's only because I have, like four outfits. I have four outfits I wear. Yeah. One for every other day, like every other kind of day. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I didn't do anything this weekend either. I played We Happy Few. Yeah, well, of course, I did that as well. Yeah, boy, did I play that game. I've played a lot of it. I actually have finished Arthur's part almost. I'm at yes. the point of no return. The point of no return. So I, am... I didn't do all the side quests, but I'll definitely nah, be fine. doing another playthrough of this game. Yeah. Later. Well, yeah, more on more on the yeah. uh, we, we have a few later. We have, we both have things to say yeah. about this fucking game. Mm. This blueberry lager, it's very very good. Like anyway, it? so let me shake the rust off, crack my neck a little bit. Ugh. All right, I'm ready for real podcast time now. Right, We've kidding. dawdled enough. We've dawdled enough. It's time to go, boys and girls. Let's kick things off the way we always do with a trip into the world of journalism. Nora. Grab your reporter cap. I got it. Pull out that notepad. <laughs> because it's time we find out what's going on in the gaming world with a little segment we like to call the weekly walkthrough. Make news sound. I will. I always go. do it in the editing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Nora, did you start last week or did I start last week? Um, I think I did. I think you did. So I'm going to go first this week with some very important news. This is by far the biggest story of the week. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. So guys, during the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate presentation last week, 
Luigi, our good boy in green, was brutally struck down by death. What? His soul left his body. No, I don't believe it. The entire internet took this to mean that Luigi had been officially killed off. They wouldn't. Oh, but for a, it was touchy go for a few days, my friend. Uh, obviously, Nintendo came out and uh, decided they wanted to dissuade all these rumors, and they've officially announced that he is not dead. Nintendo has Thank confirmed God. that Luigi is okay. All they they, they they tweeted the words Luigi is okay. <laughs> That's all they did. Uh, so in Luigi's the wake of his, yeah, so in the in the wake of this most tragic and painful event. We can uh, take some solace in the fact that it was all for show. Um, Mario's unlucky brother. We can uh, say he's definitely the unlucky brother. He kind of does just as much stuff as Mr. Mario does. And kind of just gets relegated to the back. Um, You know, it happens. Anyway. But Luigi died in the trailer as a setup for the reveal of Castlevania character Simon and Riker Belmont. You can rewatch the trailer uh, just about anywhere. Yeah. So, uh... It did come as a shock to me when I saw this, because I, I watch all the Smash Brothers stuff, even though I don't play it, because I don't have a Switch yet. Someday. Probably have one someday. Um, but they showed off a bunch of other new characters as well. Krom, Dark Samus, King K. Rule, or King Cruel, as I like to, as anywhere everyone likes to call him. Um, so yeah, Luigi's not dead. I think this is important, because Luigi deserves his time in the spotlight, and I didn't really, I like... Just cause, nah. I really wasn't feeling this. I really wasn't feeling this whole, like, let's kill Luigi. No. Like, spotlight means, like, give him his own game. Don't. I mean, isn't like- it bad enough that he's been the third wheel for, like, what, 30 years? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely bad that he's the third wheel for 30 years. Like, give him his own game. Don't Kurt Cobain him and just kill yeah. him off and expect him to be, like, popular that way. But he's not. He's alive. So, yay. You could have picked any other character to kill off in this trailer. I feel like you're just throwing shade at my green, my little green guy over here. Give anyway, the shaft. Nintendo. The shaft. All right, Nora, what's your first news topic? Okay, first of all, sorry for the dog whimpering. My boyfriend just came in here, even though he knew I was recording a podcast, when he could have just texted me. And uh, got the dogs wrong. Shade. Shame. 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 Speaking of shade. There's the shade. (laughs) But yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to start with uh, some timely news. Today, I I know that you're not a a WoW player. And I really have just recently got back into WoW. But Battle for Azeroth launched today. It actually just went live like an hour ago. Fucking nerds. Yeah. Uh, Well, it went live for us an hour in Central Time. So, yeah, it's uh, a new expansion. People have been really excited about it. It's come out between today and tomorrow, I think, is it'll come out for the rest of the world. Um, But, yeah, so I I haven't really got to get into it, and I'll ask Binks because he's actually playing it right now. Um, He was was the nerd. I was like, so, you want to hang out when I get home? And he's like, "Um, I actually already have a group together at five. And I was like, okay. Okay, so I'm never going to see you again. That was um, stupid. That was stupid of you to ask Nerd. I know. No, we had a what, podcast at 5 o'clock. Was I think, no, we had a podcast at 6, an hour, to be okay, like, well, how you, was you your day, pre- dear? You should have been preparing. Mm, yeah, I was already preparing. Binks has it right. Binks is like, I'm gaming. I'm, <laughs> I got my game stuff unlocked. Girlfriend yeah. comes second. You're yeah, over here trying to be it. sweet girlfriend, and I need you to be a fucking hardcore journalist. Yep. Let's do this thing. My bad. So need more Lois Lane. I know. I dropped the ball on this one. I'm sorry. But, yeah, but basically, uh, there's a couple cool things about it. I mean, I'll, I'll let you dive into it on your own. There's plenty of articles out about it so far, but it did increase the skill, the level cap, I'm sorry, to 120, which is kind of cool. Every expansion, I think, bumps it, like, a little bit. I just got back into it. I had, like, 110 level boost, 
and I made the mistake of getting on um, not like a PvP server where my friends were because I was like, I just want to like get my toes wet and do some quests. <laughs> and I didn't realize that you have to pay to transfer. Nah. Total I'm, rookie mistake. So I think I'm just going to make a new character and just grind from zero to, you know, whatever, yeah, 110 again. Definitely so. not shocked to hear that it cost me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I don't know. We'll see. I I'll play it, but it also costs $15 a month just to play the game. Yeah. So it's kind of a cash grab, but whatever. I mean, but if you're yeah. excited, it World comes of Warcraft's today, always so been kind of a cash grab. If you're not sure if you want to buy the expansion, um, you know, you could look into it and see if, uh, you know, watch people on Twitch. It's really big on Twitch right now. But I bought the expansion because uh, there was a deal going on where you could get it like $20 cheaper than launch price, and it gave you all the vanillas with it. So, and past expansions. So, it's fun. it was a good deal. It sounds yeah. like an okay, it sounds like an okay deal. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on it. I too mean, bad. it's hours and hours of content. At least that you, I won't be bored. That you definitely pay for. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah, you pay. You pay. Yeah. I mean, I've just never been a World of Warcraft person. I've tried to play it a few mm -hmm. times. It just. It's not my thing. It's not. It's not a Jake thing. Yeah. You is know what it, is a Jake? Not... You know what is a Jake thing? <laughs> Don't say anything snarky. Uh, uh, all right. I won't. Child of Light is a Jake oh, thing. Child yes. of Light was one of my favorite little indie games. Uh, that came out, I think it came out in 2014. Um, I've been desperately just like hoping eventually it would be able to get back into that world again because I love Child of Light very, very much. And it seems like we might be getting just that because Child of Light 2 was seemingly teased by Ubisoft over the weekend. Uh, so Ubisoft had a little press conference and they announced that Child of Light and Valiant Hearts are being ported to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, why wouldn't they? Um, but in a tweet from Ubisoft Montreal's Patrick Plurd, Plur I hope I say Plurd, uh, he apologizes for the long time silence, and you can kind of see a piece of partially obscured paper in the background that appears to say Child of Light 2 on it. Oh. Um, I mean, technically, I mean, you can, I'm looking at the picture now, you can really only see the words light and the Roman numerals for two, but you can see like an L and a D, the rest is kind of being hidden from, by, by a switch controller. So you're assuming. It kind of looks like, <laughs> it looks like a, a tr it looks like a little tease. The way it's set up is definitely teasy looking. Um, the implication seems pretty clear. <laughs> the title uh, sits along with another document that you can't really read either. Um, but it's prominently displayed in the picture. It's not just like a oops thing. Yeah. They meant for this to happen. Um, obviously, this is a tease. This is not a promise. It's kind of a promise, but it's not really a promise. I mean, um, yeah. This does not mean the game is confirmed. Standard Strategy Guide is not promoting the news that Child of Light 2 has been confirmed. But it's pretty much been confirmed. Um, no formal announcements yet. Of course, Child of Light... Uh, hand-drawn RPG. It was originally brought in to show off the Ubi Art framework, and it used a combat sim uh, similar to the Grandia series. Uh, you play as Aurora, a girl who wakes up at a strange land after suffering from a terrible illness. Lots of fairy tale stuff. It's a really great game. It's great beautiful. Game. All the characters speak in couplets. It's very fun. Um, I'm excited to play. That's it again. my favorite part. Yeah, I mean, it's super hard to write dialogue for any game, but to write dialogue in complete, like, poetry form mm -hmm. is ridiculously difficult. But it plays really well, it's beautiful, um, and the fir uh, Colby's first lullaby was Aurora's song from that game. So, Aww, I'm a big fan, big fan, very cute. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I really want to play Child of Light 2. Hopefully this time it will have a platinum trophy attached to it. The last one didn't. Really? 
Nope. It had trophies, but there was no platinum. You know me. I never look at the trophies. But Daddy does. Daddy looks at the... That's another reason why I hated... I won't even, I'm not going to say it. I'll save it for later. Anyway, on to the next story, Nora, darling. My turn. Your turn. Um, This is... I feel like all my news stories are just, like, games that I kind of care about, but kind of don't. I really did drop the ball, journalistically speaking, this week. <laughs> um, I was just so wrapped up in We Happy Few. This is a very popular game that's been out for a long time that some people on my stream have begged me to play, which I don't think I ever will. Sorry, devil. Uh, it's Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. It's out for free this weekend, so maybe I'll give it a shot. You can get it between the 16th and the 20th. Uh, for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. You can play the full game for free, including all the maps, modes, and operators. So if you're not sure if you want to buy it, this would probably be literally the best time to play it because you can It get would it literally free. be the best time. Literally, it couldn't be better. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll give it a shot and see. I just, I'm kind of like you when it comes to those kind of FPS games because I don't know if I'm like, really good enough, and I don't want to get sucked on a team where, like, I'm the bad... I really hated You're the fucking relay... donkey. Yeah, You're the I donkey. really hated, like, relay races as a child because I didn't want to be the te- the reason the team lost. So, I have, like, some, some like, you know, childhood trauma from that. So Like, okay. your trauma is still yeah. there. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe Jesus I will. Christ. Maybe now I'll test it and see if I'm any good, and if I end up being, like, the goat at it, then I'll actually buy it. But if I don't, then I won't. <laughs> I'm going to figure out if I'm great at yeah, it Yeah, let me see if I, yeah. You know me, I, I like to pick up anything and just automatically be amazing at it. And if I'm not, then I'm done with it. Yeah, I can actually, I can get I can get with you on that. I'm kind of the exact yeah. same. If, I'm, if something doesn't get, yeah. come to me naturally, I'm like, this is stupid. There are, <laughs> very few, there are very few games I've been like, I'm not good at this, but you know what? Yeah. I'm going to keep playing anyway. Exactly. Actually, Injustice 2, the fighting game, I wasn't very good at it when I started. But by the by the end of it, I was pretty much fucking caving faces in with Supergirl, just like crushing yeah. people. That was the hardest platinum trophy of my life. I'm still thinking about how fucking shitty that game was when it comes to trophies. Um, but yeah, try out those free games. Free games are fun. Free games are the best. You got a few. You like if you're not playing We Happy Few or Walking Dead tomorrow, then you've got some time before Spider Man before yeah. other games come out. So give it a whirl. Anyway, I have one last news story. Bethesda, you know them. Um, so they have a new studio because they're huge and massive and they just want to buy up everything. And guess what? It's working on a little game called... Not... Not the new Elder Scrolls. Not <laughs> Fallout 76, but Starfield. So Bethesda announces acquired Escalation Games, the Dallas-based studio that contributed to the development of Skyrim VR, Fallout VR, and Skyrim Switch. Uh, it's going to now be known as Bethesda Dallas because all Bethesda subsidiaries are Bethesda with the name after it, or with the city name after it. As confirmed during QuakeCon 2018 over the weekend, Bethesda Dallas is currently working on Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Blades, which I think is like the mobile game, and the company's brand new IP, Starfield. Sadly, those eager to hear more about Starfield, which is an ambitious sci-fi role-playing game, are going to be left a little wanting because there was no further discussion about the game. This doesn't come as a surprise. Bethesda is usually pretty coy about stuff, especially when they're just debuting it for the first time. Todd Howard previously said the Starfield has been in development for years, and it's a game that Bethesda feels uniquely positioned to pull off. I don't really know what mm. that means. Bethesda doesn't really reinvent I think the wheel. They're putting too much on their plate. They don't really reinvent the wheel so much as they just try to perfect the wheel. Like, Skyrim and Fallout are basically the exact same kind of game, except 
reskinned. One's high fantasy, one's like techno noir, like a techno apocalypse. Like I mean, they're pretty much the same kind of game, though. Like a lot of stuff is similar. So yeah. I, I imagine that Starfield is going to be high, like sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> it's going to be just like Fallout and just like uh, Elder Scrolls. Except in space, which I'm here for. I'll totally play a sci-fi fucking Skyrim. Hit me with it. I'll take it any day. Um, so yeah, that's good. So that that's good. I like to know that they've they're higher. They're not trying to like spread themselves too thin. They're mm-hmm. like we're gonna bring in more people to work on these fucking games because the last thing we need. Yeah, is... but don't you think they should be focusing on like a couple games that like another game? Yeah, but this is pretty good with their quality, though. I mean. I can't say what you will about Bethesda and Todd Howard's kind of an ass. He's kind of a dummy, but like he's funny, but he's kind of an asshole. But uh, say what you will. I mean, Fallout Four. A lot of people had problems with the bugs. Fallout Three. People had problems with the bugs. Skyrim had people. But those games are still awesome games, and people are still playing them to this day. And like all the other things Bethesda do too, like uh, Wolfenstein and like Dishonored Mm -hmm. and all these other games. Like I mean, they do spread themselves thin. But they're all usually pretty fucking good, to be honest with you. So I can't talk shit. Um, congratulations to Escalation for probably getting a big payday as when it was acquired. Um, and I'm excited to see Starfield. I do think it's going to be a fucking first-person RPG in space. Space! But that's it for my news this week. Nora, hit me with your last story, please! Um, let me talk to you about a little game you might have heard of coming out called Red Dead Redemption 2. I've heard of it. You heard of it? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was the only one who knew. Um, anyway, Red Dead Redemption 2, they put out a gameplay trailer. I don't know if you saw the trailer. No? Yeah? It was good. Yeah, yeah. no, I heard it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's on GameSpot. Well, that's usually where we get most of our news, and uh, that's where I watched it earlier, and it looks amazing. I feel like part of it's looked so good, I thought it was a movie. Now, I know oh, yeah. sometimes gameplay trailers can be a little... And it was and it was enhanced. six and a half fucking minutes long. It was very long, but I watched every second of it. And it was absolutely enhanced it, 100%. Right. Don't tell these people it was. It was beautiful. And I have, like, a soft spot for Western, so even though I didn't play Red Dead Redemption 2, I really think wow. I need to. You didn't play Red Dead Redemption 1. Sorry, I'm getting a beer. Oh. This is Red Dead Redemption 2. My bad. I didn't play Red Dead 1. I feel like I need to. You should, though. I think it's a backwards compatible game on Xbox. You should play it. Yeah. I feel like I need to. Because I never no, honestly do. didn't even really know about it until I heard about Red Dead Redemption 2. Actually, that's a lie. My friend who used to play Overwatch with me on Xbox, he was always talking about how excited he was about Red Dead Redemption. It's fucking great. Yeah. So it's I one of my feel... Favorite. It's one of the best games i played on Xbox 360. For yeah. Sure. It definitely looks like something that I need to get into. And if you haven't watched the gameplay trailers yet or you're not sure if you're sold... It just looks really cool. Now, it doesn't show you a whole... Like, it. one thing it didn't show, at least I didn't see, was any actual fighting. Yeah. I think they wanted to show you all the other things you yeah, could do in-game. Yeah, I game. mean, it definitely... Like fucking fishing! Yeah, and gambling. If, if anybody know, Okay, you, you could gamble in the last Red Dead. Okay, I didn't play it! I know you didn't, obviously. <laughs> but you could not fish in the last one, and I'm fucking pumped. Because anyone that knows anything about Jake is that he's super into fishing minigames in every fucking game True. he plays. Like... Far Cry 5, I spent an unreasonable amount of time fishing. And it wasn't just to get the fishing trophy either, which I did get, but I spent a, a hellacious amount of time fishing in that game. And I will spend a hellacious amount of time fishing in this game too. 
Well, I'm excited. It looks good. I wish it would have showed a little bit more, but it definitely did a good job showing the terrain um, and wow. definitely the environment and everything. And I love horses. So I thought they do. <laughs> <laughs> I love horses. I have like a Tina Belcher love for horses. I love horses. Um, fun fact, I used to take horse riding lessons when I was five. What do you got to name your horse? I don't know yet. I feel like I need to see it. I need to. Like, a lot of horses. Okay, well, there's gonna be lots of horses because your horse yeah. will fall off a cliff. Your horse don't will die. Don't ever say that because just that's saying, not true. You don't have the bond with your horse that I'm gonna have with mine. I had so many horses. It's not gonna die. My favorite thing to do is um was to get a horse and then yeah like ride it and then jump off a cliff but like jump backwards off the horse first so the horse would just fall to its death. You're horrible. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. But uh, in the uh, super cool. DLC for Red Dead Redemption, the first one, Undead Nightmare. You could tame the four horses of the apocalypse. So really? I did I did get the horse of death, and I would run it around, and it was super fucking rad. Mm. Uh, so here's hoping Red Dead Redemption 2 has some silly yeah. DLC like and that. I think it's supposed to come awesome. out, what, October? End of October? 26th? Yes. No, That's... November. Isn't it November? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't no, know. I'm Hold pretty on. sure it's October. Well, let me find out. Pretty sure. But maybe before October, I will play. Hold in her fucking hand. It is October twenty sixth. You okay. did it. I will play the other one. Please before, do. Before you don't have much to play. You're gonna play Spider Man probably. Other than that, yeah, I probably will. What? Well, hello, Spyro. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and October Life is Strange too. Isn't too. It? Yeah, but that's episodic. Okay, Life is Strange is episodic. You'll take two hours to play an episode. Anyway, that's it for the news. The weekly walkthrough is over. Guys, before we get into the next event, I just really want to talk about this delicious IPA I'm drinking right now. It is um, 21st Amendment Brewery. It's called Brew Free or Die. It's a blood Mm. orange IPA, and I cracked it open, and this motherfucker tastes like orange soda with hops. It is so good. I am freaking out right now. (laughs) I'm giddy like an expectant mama. Oh, my Mm. God. That's a Sander Cohen reference from Bioshock. Anyway, guys... This next segment is something that can seem kind of trivial at first. It might be something you think, I've got better things to do. Surely this can wait. But I promise you, friends, this is important business. So let's put our main story on hold, Nora Darling, as we embark on another edition of SideQuest. This week's SideQuest is brought to you by We Happy Few. So, Nora Darling, you're playing We Happy Few. Yes. I'm playing We Happy Few. Are we happy? No. I'm not happy f- either. I'm not happy. It's not... I just really wanted this I game really to be... wanted to be happy. You know I wanted to be happy. We are 0 for 2 on the Nora Darling hype wagon when it comes to games she is fucking pumped for. I was really happy. And I'll say I was super pumped for this game too. I remember seeing it at E3 a few years ago thinking this game looks fucking dope. Yeah. It looks like it's going to scratch that BioShock itch I've been wanting for a long time. Yeah. Um This game's been in early access for almost 2 years. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows in a lot of ways. Um First of all, okay. So, how should we do that? How do you want to do this? Do you want to? I think we, we need we to. We should. Uh, here's what we should. We should talk the, talk about what the game's about. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll talk about what the game's about. Talk about a few things we like about it. Talk about some things we don't. And at the end, buy, rent, or pass. Okay. How about that? Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. <clears throat> all right so, Nora, t- take us through it. What is we happy few about? So, 
Rehab Review is about, it centers on Arthur Hastings, who is a little wisp of a man who works at a newspaper office. Well, he used to be a journalist, and now he works, like, in records, and he works for the newspaper, but he's a redactor. So you're kind of, like, in this crappy little world, and something happened. It's kind of vague in the beginning. So apparently what happened is back in the 1942 or 43, back uh, in the Okay, war, don't go too hard. In, don't go hard into that, though, because that's right. kind of like a story spoiler. Okay, well, okay. So basically what happens is you are supposed to be taking this pill called Joy, which keeps you in kind of like um acid dream. A daisy trance. Yeah, yeah exactly. a daisy trance. It keeps you your emotions at bay. It makes you just feel happy all the time. So he stops taking it because... It's not really working anymore. He's feeling sick or whatever. So he stops taking it and he starts getting his memories back. He starts realizing that the world is like all fucked up and he's missing his brother, Percy. So he stops taking it. Well, if you stop taking your joy, you're a downer and you have to go live like in the crappy outskirts of town. You're not just a downer. You're literally a downer. That's what they call people who are off their joy. With all the people who have like the plague and who are like homeless and dirty so he gets chased out of town by these bobbies who are like the policemen. You know, the bobbies. The bobbies. And now he's living out there and everyone's all, you know, like hungry and starving and they rob each other and kill each other. And so basically yeah. the whole story is about him trying to get back into the parade district, you know, where he's from so he can get back to the train station and figure out what really happened with his brother Percy. That's like the whole story is you're just trying to get through each. Yeah. Different. All It's a group of islands and they're all connected by bridges. And a lot the of fucking are all man. I sure hope you. Bodies. I sure hope you got. I hope you love a good fucking bridge. Yeah, and a lot of bridges, bridges in this game. A lot of a lot of bridges. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's Arthur's story. There are two other stories. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: Nora, Nora Darling and I have not finished this game yet, no. so we have not actually played Sally or Ollie's story yet. No. But uh, just playing through Arthur's story, you will come to know who Ollie is and who Sally is. Yeah. You know a little bit about it. Uh, and Sally's when do you ca- learn about Sally? Boy, you learn a lot about Sally. <laughs> Yeah, no you learn a lot about him. Yeah. yeah, no spoilers. Sally's got some shit going on. Yeah. Uh, so does Ollie, but Ollie, <laughs> Sally's got way more going yeah. on. Uh, from what I know about Sally's story, uh, she's kind of like a chemist. She's like dealing in back, like back alley drugs right. and stuff. She's, she's got a secret. She's making like knockoff joy. Basically, knockoff joy. Sunshine. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she's got a secret. Winky, winky. Yeah. We can't tell you what that secret is. Uh, Ollie is like an older man. He's he used kinda, to be Arthur's neighbor. Older Arthur's neighbor, yeah. Sally used to be one of Arthur's love interests. Yeah. It's yeah. Ollie kind of lost his mind. He's more of one of those uh, punch first, ask questions later kind of guy. Yeah. The exact opposite of Arthur. Um, Arthur's like a little wimp. I love this though. I'll tell you this. He's a little anti-hero. He doesn't even has, want to be there. Exactly. I, his commentary throughout <laughs> the entire game is very fun. Like I will say that. And that'll be. That's one of the things I like about the game. He's but, like I don't even uh, want to be here. It's like what the fuck am I? Uh, one thing like, yeah, yeah, those are all cool. So yeah, that's basically what the game's about. You're like trying. To, it's it's not like you're trying to save the world. You're not trying to like. You're take literally the jo- just trying to save yourself. You're like, just trying to save yourself. You're not trying to like get rid of joy and joy distribution you're not yeah. trying to like do that stuff really um it's very personal so yeah that's basically what the game's about all right nora let's talk about some things we like about the game there are things we like yes. so let's talk about it uh oh did you want me to go first mm, i'll go first um okay. so i've got a few things uh so i really like the i love narrative games obviously mm-hmm. so any game that kind of has high concept stuff like 
I'll just say the narrative slash story is one thing that I really do like in yeah. this game. I like the idea. I like multiple characters. I like how the their stories intertwine as you play through each game. I really enjoy, like I was talking about, Arthur talking to himself and ta- the way he talks to other people. The writing in this game is very, very good. It's very, very good, actually. Yeah. The world building is pretty good. I would say the – what's not – is it world building? I, the uh, – environmental storytelling is very very good you can see you don't get a lot of like this is exactly what happens or this is exactly what's going on but you get a lot of hints just by looking at like dilapidated buildings Mm -hmm. or the way people are treating each other stuff like that i really really enjoy the actual narrative the the environmental narrative i like i don't like having my hand held a lot and that's why bioshock was so good like you learn a lot about rapture and stuff in bioshock but if you go further and look at the walls and look at the audio diaries and read the letters, right. you find out so much more. And uh, We Happy Few has a lot of those same qualities. So that's something I really like. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I always like that. It always was interesting looking. I like the setting. I like that they added a lot of new missions. I played pretty much the entire uh, early access. They added, it starts off pretty much the same, but uh, right off the bat, there's a few things that are different, a lot of different missions. So I really enjoyed that because it made me instantly think, wow, there's going to be a lot of new content and it's not just going to be like the same game I just played. So I liked that a lot. And uh, they changed uh, the inventory a little bit. They changed some of the controls, how you can uh, quick access something through your inventory. That was different. You used to only have two slots, so I really like that. It makes it easier to have your, um, your weapons, your consumables. Uh, your medicines and your throwables and all that stuff that made it really easy to quickly eat or drink or take another joy pill. If you're running out <laughs> I did stuff. not have it. I did not have as easy as time figuring that out as <laughs> Nor Darling did. I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to change my hotkeys. Uh. I was like, "Why? I don't need these dirty bandages. <laughs> these dirty bandages don't work. I want the healing stuff. Yeah, the healing you, bomb. you could literally cycle through like everything you have in each." Um, category so it was kind of a doy moment for yeah. your boy Jake my problem is here. though i hang on to everything i'm such a pack rat and i really don't visit my hatch as much as i should i'm bad yeah, about sleeping for, in yeah. other people's houses um and just you know killing them and you fucking wastrel all you're bedroom. doing is running around fucking i just kill them and i lock myself in their bedroom and sleep you know yeah for sure but um uh, but yeah so i i wish i could have a little more inventory i did find all i think all of the expansions for your inventory, but even that was not enough, really, for right. as much as I carried. I, I had to throw <laughs> a lot of stuff out that I was like, I'm not ever going to use this. I'm the opposite of you. If I didn't think I was going to use it, it was gone. Oh, dude, I take gone, everything, gone. and then I just filter through it as I go. Throw it out. I'll, I'll drop, like, Nora's 20 Bobby She's ba- like, I'll drop, like, 20 Bobby batons. Like, I yeah, don't oh, for sure. These. Yeah, like, oh, sticks. There were a more lot sticks. more Love weapons. all these sticks. This time that I, I also like that, too, that you could use something else and i used the same lead pipe for a very long time found a lead pipe and i bashed people's fucking heads in with it i like the lead pipe but then there was something else i found that was like stronger than a lead pipe it looked like a bat covered in nails i think it was kind of like very was it was it a bat covered in nails it was kind of like that but no (laughs) i don't know what it was it wasn't a bat covered in nails but it was a bat covered in screws i used it yeah a lot absolutely Uh, and i like the shot grenades a lot yeah those are fun um I like the art direction mm-hmm. quite a bit. I like that art deco, very funky 60s inspired, big heads, kind of yeah. cartoony. Oh, I uh, have very to say about that when we get to what we don't like. <laughs> sure. 
um, I like the design. I think the I think it look I, th- I think it looks pretty it's cool. cool. It looks like nothing like, you've played before. The aesthetic is cool. I don't think there are some par- okay. This is a hard one because I also have some negative things to say about the way the game is presented. Mm-hmm. But I want to. I do think the art direction. I love fucking yeah. love the design of like the masks I and love the all bobbies. The furniture I think too. the furniture's great. Like I love the the creepy like pulled up grin of everybody with the mask on. Very cool, very provocative. I'm into it. Hardcore. Um so yeah, the art direction's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's definitely something that I liked about it as well. Um and uh, to echo you, I did like the inclusion of three characters. I thought that was cool. I I like the art style. I like getting to explore the different worlds. Um, I never made it to the parade in the beta um, yeah. because I got to a part on Xbox. That's the only platform I have it on. So um, any comments I make, this is just personally my experience on my Xbox. But when I played the beta, I got stuck on the butcher, michi- butcher, butcher mission, mission, which I did not do this time because I have PTSD about getting stuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I didn't... Uh, I didn't do that one, but last time I got stuck, I was missing an item that I needed, and I looked it up online, and they just said it was a glitch. Sorry, there was nothing they could do, and I was screwed. So I didn't do that mission, but um, yeah. So I don't know. There was quite a few things, quite a few bugs I encountered myself. Oh, are we, are we into things we don't like now, or do we think I we have any? Like do we have any more of, positive things to I, say? We, I'm running out, really. Come on, think. I there's like got to the be something music. Else. I love the music. Music's when I very good. The end, um, of Arthur's Day, when um, I can't really tell you without spoiling it, the song comes on and it's just like perfect for the chaos that's going on, and it's just it's really funny. So. Oh, uh, I and I like the idea of having to. The thing, I will say this, this game has a lot of really good ideas, and one of the ideas of using conformity as a means to hide, or a means mm-hmm. to be undetective is very fun. Oh, yeah, like, sitting down you with don't, the newspaper. Yeah, sitting down with the newspaper, or taking your joy in walking down the street, even. Yeah. Like, just or if you're be- like being chased, well, not if you're being chased, oh, yeah, but yeah. if you're at run out of joy and someone starts getting suspicious, you just pop into a joy booth. But if you're yeah, already being chased, you become a little joy boy. Yeah, I don't fucking work. That's the thing that I'm angry about. Anyway, but yeah, I really like the whole idea of just conform and everything mm-hmm. will be fine. Don't conform, and the entire fucking city is gonna be on top right. of you in less than two seconds to bash your fucking brains in. Um, so yeah, I think that's cool. I also really enjoyed. Um, I liked joy as a thing. I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. Like when you would pop one, you would stop just walking and you'd start fucking sauntering. Yeah, you'd have your arms out. Yeah, you just like like you'd see butterflies and flowers everywhere, and everybody's just tipping their hat to you and having a great day. The idea of joy is very interesting to me, and it goes in along with the narrative thing. Like all these people are trying to forget some pretty horrific shit, right. so much so that they've made it illegal to think about it. Mm-hmm. And you have to take this joy. Uh, and Uncle Jack, love Uncle Jack. His little televised things are cool. Where he like he does like the morning little news. Broadcast. His little broadcasts are very uh, propaganda-ish, but mm. super cool. Uh, big ups to the level where you have to get back in um, to Maiden Home for the first oh, yeah. time, and you have to take the fucking uh, test. The little test. That's fun. Um, they're all very fun. The I, I love how like when you have a negative reaction to joy, you just see eyes everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> the eyes, nice. the eyes, very funny. I like see sh- shit like that is so good and funny, and I love it 
But god damn, it's time to talk about the things I do not like about this game, which is pretty much everything else. Yeah. This is a game that for the first time in a long time... I think on a long time, aka since the la- like Mafia Three, which we just talked about last week, so many fun ideas, so much high concept stuff, so many excellent like nuggets is just hampered down by a game that is honestly, Dora Darling, to me, not that fun to play. I just not having much yeah. fun with this game, and like, I don't feel myself wanting to go back to it. I don't feel myself being. Like, I do. I don't. I don't want to play it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just. I, I. Every time I turn it on, I get. I feel dread. I feel like I need to pop a fucking joy <laughs> because I'm just like, uh, here we go again. And it has lots of reasons. So let's get into it. Hit me with the first thing you don't like, Nora, darling. Um, it's broken. A fucking yeah. It, there's bugs everywhere. I crashed three times. Um at pretty crucial points in the game that I had to do over. Mm-hmm. Um, the load screens are crazy long, at least for me. I don't know. Oh, if no, 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 no. They fucking are crazy long. You know what's even longer than the load screen? When you just try to hit continue. When you just go to the main screen yeah. and hit continue to get into the game, it takes like, I counted, it should be three minutes and 47 seconds yeah. to get from the main screen to back in the game. What? Yeah. In video game time, that's like a decade. Yeah. I don't like the random loading screens when I'm just walking through a field and it's letting me know that I'm walking into Maiden Home, which I'm already in. I'm already there. Yeah, you, you'll you just be strolling, and it'll be like, bloop, time to get a loading screen for five yeah. seconds. Bloop, here it is. It's like, I didn't even go into a new area. I'm in the exact same field. Yeah. What is I this? I don't like that at all. Um, I had a lot of, um, not even popping, just broken there were just buildings of... floating, not connected. Um, things look remember... really cubic, trees and yeah. stuff, bushes at certain points. I, uh, I found a little, dis- I found an abandoned house in like the first, one of the first, in like Eagle Home or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. And Eel it was pie. an abandoned house, yeah, Eagle Pie. And they are kind of like, there's two people upstairs who have hung themselves. Oh, really? Um, I, you can take them down, mm-hmm. which I did, so I could loot their dead bodies. And I... Came back to that same house later, because spoiler alert, I was looking for something, and they were, they weren't, they were back up in the air, but the nooses were gone, and they were just floating, kind kind of inside each other a little Mm. bit. It was odd. There's a lot of this stuff. That's a bug they had in the last in the release before they patched it. The final time was that people would just be sitting in the air. Or yeah. sitting through furniture, and I thought that was fixed, but I saw a girl sitting out back at a tea, tea table out back in her garden, and she was sitting through the chair, and I thought, oh, crap, she's going to see me because I was trying to break into this house. But it was yeah. like she was glitched, so she didn't even, like, get scared of me trespassing. <laughs> she so was just... I saw a lot um... of people like that who were glitched through each other or, like, were falling, like, would you would kill them, they would fall backwards, like, through a door, and then they would just be stuck there like vibrating um, doors would open and close on you if you were yeah i had a lot of i had a lot of yeah i had a lot of cl- doors disappear yeah. i had a lot of furniture pop in and out yeah. I, especially when i tried to search something it would just kind of glitch and freeze um yeah there was a lot of those things that the freezing and crashing definitely pissed me off the most because it's like I'm boogieing. I can't save because it just auto save, but it was like auto save like a few minutes behind 
you know so mm-hmm. now i've already kind of started this mission now i have to restart it yes. um the uh, map yeah, I, is I've, I've, not... I had two i had two games yeah. game ending crashes yeah so. the map um the custom waypoint is not correct no um i would try to click on a like on a spot and it would click like I'm I'm saying an inch because that's how much it would be on your screen, like yeah. an inch or half an inch away from where I'm cl- very clearly clicking. Yes. So I couldn't use my custom waypoint sometimes. That was really frustrating because, you know, it's a big world. And especially if you're trying to travel at night, which some missions you can't do unless it's at night. Uh, I need to know exactly where I'm going so I don't run into, like, a bunch of bobbies or people with the plague or stuff like that. So that really really frustrated me, too. I just experienced that at the end in the parade. Lots Um, of fucking, lots of glitches. Yeah. This game had a lot has a lot of and that's fun. the problem because it did have fun i there are fun missions i thought that yeah. when you get to the parade you get to be like a male model in a fashion show like that's fun. funny there's yeah. a bunch of fun um there's a spot there's one that i didn't do so i will replay this game i just want to wait a little bit and see if they're going to patch it but i didn't get to do a mission that i did in the first playthrough which was the church mission where you get to play simon says that's fun I mean, there's a lot of fun elements, but... And I also think one thing that's just a cosmetic issue for me is the NPCs are lazy. Like... Uh, yeah. They're fucking... Okay. The little yeah. old ladies right. are the exact same character, and there's like 50 no, of them. No, that's the same... Okay, that's one, of the, that's one of the first things I wanted to talk about in my fucking scathing. I, I'm not going to let Nora take all the yeah, negative sorry. things, because I'm ready to talk about I'm one. ranting. The fucking character models... There's like four character yeah. models. All the bobbies look the same. Yeah. All the little old ladies look the same. All the guys with their twirly mustaches look the same. Yeah. Everyone looks the fucking same. I mean, I get maybe that's a, a no, thing they were going for, but I don't think it they is. They didn't it's even lazy. change the colors of the little old ladies or their dresses. They went around and gave they they had enough time to give everybody in this game a unique name. Yeah, that's true. You had enough time to fucking give them some fucking character features, my dudes. All the buildings look the same. And I get it. That's Maybe why it's it is so some easy sort to of get like lost. fucking That's exactly. why you have to have a good map that's because why your you're map like, needs I was to work. just on this block. <laughs> and I went through and I, you get to like these little digging spots and you can as soon as you dig up a digging spot, sometimes they won't go away on your map. Sometimes they go away immediately after you've dug them up. Other times, they're still on your map, and I'm like, oh, another digging spot. Nope, same one. Nothing's there. And I'm sitting here, like, blowing my brains out. The game just doesn't work in a lot of fundamental ways. The combat is boring. It's repetitive. It doesn't work very well, either. Mm -mm. Like, I don't know. I'd say the the major glitch for me in this game was as soon as like you you can you run across a lot of lo- bobby pins to make lock picks yeah cool i had I a never million ran of them out of lock picks, i but fucking you must had have been a, opening more i had I, I opened up every fucking thing i came across that needed a lock pick. I so i didn't have a bunch on me at all times so i came across the mission where you can walk through this door as long as you can lock pick it or else there's supposed to be a hole you can crawl through i searched that fucking compound for like an hour and a half trying to find this hole because i had no lock picks I couldn't find it. I restarted the game, still couldn't find it. Looked it up on the internet, where the hole was supposed to be, it was not there for me in the game. So I had to scour the entire eel pie place <laughs> trying to find a fucking lockpick or some stuff. And I'm meticulous. I had raided every fucking house. Luckily, 
Finally, I found a random trash can that had enough scrap garbage in it for me to make one shitty lockpick. <laughs> and it took me, yes. it took me. You have that's to check the, all the waste bins and all the mailboxes. That is the fucking. Especially the mailboxes. Yeah. That's the moment where I figured out I was not having a lot of fun playing this fucking <laughs> game. Um, but I finally got through it and it led to the most annoying mission, this fucking military base, where in all honesty. That was the worst mission. You can just, it makes you think it's going to be so impossibly hard if you don't sneak through it. Well, I kept getting busted, and 20 people would come try to fuck my shit up. And so I just realized, you could run to the objective. You could just run to it, and as soon as you jump in the house, nobody follows you. Yeah. And then everybody goes back to what they're doing, and then an alarm that sounds. Being said, and you I can just run always, to another objective. Yeah. I always lock all the doors and windows if mm-hmm. I'm in the house. Oh, for sure. But it doesn't make you do it. Like, it gives yeah. you all these weird game mechanics, and it doesn't, like, make you use them, really. Like, yeah. the combat, you don't have to use it. You can run away, and it works just the yeah, same. Yeah, no one runs as fast as Arthur, so Arthur's you can outrun quick almost boy. anything. He can Especially if dash. you chug some coffee or tea. Or, yeah, absolutely. He but, can fucking and there's also, um, I did like the skill tree that was not there in the in the beta. Getting to upgrade some skills, there is a skill that makes it so if you run or jump or crouch, it, it no longer looks odd. So you can run through town and nobody will say anything. Yeah, because usually if thing. you run, people are like, "Why are you running?" There's yeah, like there's a perk. There's per okay. There are perks in the game that make it so like some of the game mechanics aren't necessary. It's all like I read a review that said it's like the game pretty much telling you that some of its mechanics are bullshit, yeah. and that's why it gives you like the one you're talking about. You could get a perk that allows you to run through town. When you run through town, the bobbies don't like it. The people don't like it. It's a thing that gets you in trouble. They even say that in the quiz. If we see you running, we're not going to like it. But this perk just gets rid of that completely. Yeah. I have all these people chasing me. I like I, as soon as I walked into like the in Maiden Home the first time, I ran out of joy pretty fucking quick because I didn't know how it worked. And I had like 90 people on top of me <laughs> in no time. But guess what? All you got to do is sit in a fucking bench. Yeah. I got to do is sit in a bench and everybody forgets where you are. Yeah. <laughs> They're like... Where'd he go? I guess he's gone. It's like, fucking wait, what? I seriously had like 60 joy pills at one point. Because I found them everywhere and I was just taking all the free ones. And also, you don't need joy pills if you go to your hatch. Because as long as you fill your canteens full of water from like any of those places that aren't the way shorelands, it has joy in it. Because it's got joy infused in the water. Exactly. That's what I usually do because it kills two birds, one stone. Joy just doesn't, first of all, Joy doesn't last long enough, and no. I get why, but it doesn't last long at all. So I can be, like, on my way to do a mission, but it's like, oh, gotta pop a Joy. I don't want Spoiler wanna, alert, mm. if you take two Joy at once, it you have a better, you have a less chance of getting sick. If you take one Joy and you let it run out, or almost run out, and you take another Joy, you're more likely to throw up than if you take two at a time. Right, just, but I'm worried about getting addicted to it. If you pop two joys at once, it makes your addiction go even higher. That's like the, the little thing around. The, no, it's not because you can die of overdosing. You're fine. <laughs> I'm not fine. I don't want to take joy anymore. Like, yeah, some of the mechanics. Well, like, there's, can- there's another perk that makes it to where you can go outside at night and not get bugged by anybody. Like, people will not bug you at nighttime. That's a huge thing in the game. That's huge. But it's like, nope, I got the perk now. So guess what? I can go out at night and nobody will fuck with me. Like, why even put that mechanic in the game if you're just going to make a buff to where, oh, it's not even necessary anymore. Yeah. You just ignore that part of the game completely. There, if like, you can make, if you can manufacture so sunshine, 
it's better to take sunshine because you don't it doesn't have the effects of joy but doctors will know that you're not on joy yeah but no one else doctors are cool looking doctors are creepy i like yeah doctors are the best but, oh, and I forgot to mention something else I hate. So, I hate the fact that if you go out into the fields to get, like, leaves or you, like, just want to run out there and explore, you can't get back into town unless you go all the way around to the front. There's, like, one alley. Like, that's ridiculous. There should be inlets. There's Those townhouses should not be next to each other like that. Like, that's just yeah. completely lazy. That's, like, one whole piece. Huh. I mean, the game, I would say that the main, that's the main critique of the game is that it just seems a little lazy. Yeah. Like, you had all these abilities and all these cool ideas and all these great visions, but it's, it almost seems like halfway through the game, they kind of got tired of making this game. Well, and they're you just can like, tell because it looks like, you know, like a movie set where like the front, yeah. the old Western, the front is the store and the back is just particle board. Yeah. Like when you walk around back. It's just flat. It's primy. There's, there's no tech. And there's signs and there's doors. And it looks like you should walk out into gardens or more sidewalk. But you don't. It's just grass. It's there's nothing. not even. Even in Eel Pie Home, you have fences and little shitty tables and garden boxes. Like, yeah. the fancier cities should be nicer. There should be more parks. There should be backyards. There should be all kinds of stuff. And it's just like, you. Yeah. there's even signs sticking out on the back of the houses. Like, like big yeah. street signs. But there's nothing back there. It looks yeah, like it. It nothing. looks like it was meant to be another road and another road, and then there just never was. It looks so weird. It looks I'd like to think unfinished. it's like a meta. Yeah, I'd like to think it's like a meta narrative where it's like the joy makes it so where you can't see the inner workings of things. Like I'd like to think that, yeah. but that's just me explaining it away. It's just laziness. Like it just it just is bad. It's like this yeah. game doesn't play. Like the fir- I've always said the first thing a game should do is work yeah like that's the first thing a game should be like gameplay is key i need tight gameplay gameplay that works a lot of the shit in this game does not work it just doesn't like i hate the fact that i could just be strolling and all of a sudden oh my joy my my joy meter wasn't even down all the way but people immediately acted like it was gone and they're like oh nope let's all fucking attack him then you got like a million people on top of you and you can't do anything about it like they're gonna fucking kill you and then you're just like, oh, right back in the same spot. And it'll pop you into a spot. You don't have any joy then either. You better get there fast or else they're going to yeah. kill you again. Like, the game it's has so many good ideas. when you're out at night and Ugh. you don't have joy. And when you're out at night, you're already in trouble. If it's after 8, 9 p.m., 9 p.m. you're already in trouble because you're not supposed to be out. So it's kind of annoying that there's not as many. Really there, you can hide actually. in trash cans but like, or sit on a bench. But at night, sitting on a bench doesn't work. So trash cans are like the only ones that you can hide in and there's not very many really like the ones you can actually hide into uh i don't know i'm sitting here i'm getting stressed about i'm like thinking about it to be honest with you i'm getting stressed and i will not lie guys i I, i'm like nora darling i had a lot of hopes for this game i thought it looked very cool i wanted it's my fault for putting all these expectations on top of it thinking it would be like another bioshock or something um, and a lot of the reviews, a lot of reviews are hyped on this game. A lot of reviews are like talking about, it mentions all the stuff me and Nora don't like, but they kind of give it a pass because they really enjoy the narrative. I'm not having that same experience. I'm not enjoying the game enough to want to keep going. I don't find Arthur to be so interesting. 
that I need to keep putting myself through the game. And that's not how I should feel when I'm playing something for fun. It yeah. feels like a chore. The side missions are bad. They are all fetch quests. They are all go to yeah. location, get location, get thing, and come back. The side characters slash NPCs suck. They're not good. The people that give you quests are like, oh, thank you. Or here you go. This skill upgrading makes no sense to me. Sometimes you'll get three skill points. Sometimes you'll get five skill points. Sometimes you'll get no skill points for beating a mission. Like, how do I know what gives what? I don't know. Did you do the car mission where you had to get the parts from the car? With Dr. Faraday? No. Okay. I didn't know if I had a problem with it because, like, when you go to the first car, you have to use this, like, machine and you have to, like, you know, hold X or whatever, you know, to get the machine parts. And the first time I had to do it, hold the machine down on it twice. The second time I had to hold it down on it, like, four times. And the last time I had to hold it down, like, 12 times. And I was like, is this a glitch or is this just keep doing it until it happens? Like, it's really weird. But, yeah. I'm another beer because this game is stressing me out. It's, it's sad that it's not a little, like, it's not more put together, because I really do like the concept. I really do yeah. like the story. I like Arthur. There's good stuff I wish in they there. had put as much thought into Arthur into the rest of the game. I Absolutely. feel like he... His, the writing is great. Yeah. The writing and the story are very good. The story is really good. I like all the little vignettes, all the little cutscenes. Um, I didn't know when I played the um, beta that Percy is slow. It's not really a spoiler. You're going to find that out right right away. Um, That kind of just adds like an extra layer, especially of guilt, as you'll find as you go play more with Arthur and and figure out kind of what. Well, that's Arthur's thing. He he feels pretty guilty because immediately you pretty much find out Arthur kind of lied. Yeah. And that's the reason he didn't. He lied to himself. He lied to the Germans and he lied to Percy. Yeah. (laughs) Like he lied to everybody. Right. So, I I mean, I'm only a third of the way in. I haven't played Sally or Ollie yet, so. We'll see, but honestly, it's not a good first step. For it's me. just not great. It makes I kinda me wish, I kinda not wish you excited to picked... play because I'm worried about the bugs, mostly. Yeah. Well, I've also heard that Ollie and Sally's missions are like one-third the length of Arthur. Okay, so it's I heard almost Ar- over then. Yeah, I've heard Arthur is like a 12 to 20 hour experience. I've and played Sally... probably 15 hours. Maybe. Yeah, and Arthur and like hours. Sally and Ollie are like a third of the time. So like they don't even get as much story as yeah. Arthur does. I kind of wish you could have picked which character you wanted to play as first yeah. yourself. But I guess Arthur's a pretty good introduction, sort of. I don't know. The game has got so many flaws. I just don't understand a lot of what they were doing. Yeah. Aesthetically, it looks pretty good, except for the pop-ins. The characters, like, the character designs are good. I just wish there was more of them. Yeah. Like, the, the, the fields and stuff look good. The buildings and stuff look good. I just wish there was more of them, more variety, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... The gameplay, all the fighting is the same fighting. You fight the same in the beginning as you do at the end of the game. It's all the fucking same. Nothing matters. Yeah, it'd be cool if you could learn some new moves. Yeah, like you could learn to punch harder, but it's like a... It says punch 50% harder. It's like, I don't... You don't give me hit points. You don't give the enemies hit points. Yeah. You don't, don't give know a quantum. We're gonna die. Yeah, what's fifty percent harder mean? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, it doesn't tell me when they're getting fucking like it's a lot of unquantifiable numbers. Like, yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of problems with this game. I don't. You probably think... talk about it forever, but yeah, it's yeah, almost to, an we hour. And we... It's almost been an hour, and we've been talking about this shit. Um, 
So, Nora, buy, rent, or pass for uh, We Happy Few. For right now, I would pass. I got this game for $10. Oh. I got this game for $10. I bought it for 30 back when it was beta. 10 guys. I got this game for 10 bucks. If I had known this was what the game was going to be, I would not have bought it for $10. So, hard pass for your boy Jake. Yeah. I uninstalled. I uninstalled it this morning. Oh I'm not. Go- I'm not going to. I'm gonna it. go back. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna watch the developer updates, and I'm gonna see if they're gonna patch or fix or whatever. Yeah. And I am gonna go back, and I'm gonna play it fresh from the start all over. If again. it is better in the next couple of months, Nora, please let me know I because I am not happy. With I played we it quickly few. because I just wanted to get see how far I could get before today. But I want to go back and start over and do all the missions. So I will play it again. Sure. And I wish you luck in that endeavor. It is not something I shall be doing. So two passes for us. Nora's is a tentative pass. Mine is a hard pass. (laughs) But uh, yeah. So normally all the new games are great. This one might be a little lacking. But that being said, all new games lack one thing. And that is the sweet, warm touch of nostalgia. So... That's why every week on the Strategy Guide, I, Mr. Jake Magnum, take you on a trip through time and let you know about all the amazing games you may have missed out on. So, come with me if you will, friends, and let's open up Jake's Nostalgia Vault, brought to you by LaCroix Sparkling Water. (laughs) Um, This week on Jake's Nostalgia Vault, I want to talk about the first Gears of War. Gears of War 1. One of my favorite games. Absolutely. 2005. Let Let me paint you a picture. It's Christmas Eve. 2005 a young jake magnum age 15 begs and pleads to let his first parents to open up just one gift one that's been sitting under his tree all <laughs> month wait you got gifts i did get never gifts. good enough to get gifts I, I got gifts i got a gift this year i open it up and what is it it's an xbox 360 <gasps> i'm so excited i'm so excited mr How magnum is so excited he could not... I had to share it with my brother and my sister, but it's fine. Um, it was not the best gift to pick because you only got to pick one to open. I was like, yay, Xbox 360. They're like, ha-ha. Well, you don't have anything to play on it until tomorrow. No. So I was very excited because I just knew that some that games were under there. So I opened it up in the morning, and Gears of War was the game I opened. I was immediately fucking hooked in this game, guys. So Gears of War... Obviously, there's a bunch of them now. Gears of War 1, 2, 3, Judgment, Gears of War 4, and now 5's on the horizon. A bunch of different spinoff comics, a bunch of different... There's like even like a little pop, like pop, like a Funko figurine version coming out yeah. soon. I don't know. Uh, but this is the game that spawned it all. You play as Marcus Phoenix, who's a member of the COG unit. Basically, you're trying to retake Earth from the Locust Horde, a bunch of, like, monstrous, terrible-looking, like, fucking and you do that baddies. <laughs> and that's what you fucking do. That's the thing about it. War is hell. And this game shows you just how hellacious it can be. The Locust Horde, they're some of my favorite monster designs because, like, the drones look like humans except monster humans. Mm. They've got, like, a hive and a queen, and they fight because they want our planet. They want to terraform our planet, and we're trying to fight them back. And the game captures a bunch of really great things like loss and just what war costs you. And it's not without its humor. There's lots of humor in the game. 
but it strikes a good balance between the two. Um, there's lots of awesome weapons, like the Lancer. I mean, it's the fucking Lancer. It's a gun with a chainsaw bayonet. Come on. That's one of the most iconic game weapons of all time. Um, and Gears of War 1 really shines because I do think it's like a perfectly paced game. Nora, did you ever play the old Gears of War? I did. Okay, so you've played 1. Um, it starts out... I played 1 and (laughs) 4. 1 and 4, yes. 1 is my favorite. 1 is my favorite to this day. Um... It's just a perfectly paced game. Like, act one, get introduced, break Marcus out of jail. Now you're back in the shit. Act two, I think act two is like nightfall, where you have to, like, go around at night and the krill, you can't get into the darkness too long or the krill kill you. You have to stay in the light. That's an awesome game mechanic that the rest of the game's kind of lost. They didn't really keep that anymore. Um, Like, Gears of War 1 has a great bad guy in General Rom, where he fucking, like, kills your squad commander in the beginning chapter like he rom is terrifying he picks up your commander by the neck and i don't know if you've seen these cog soldiers my dude they are buff they are huge and they are built they are wearing the biggest power armor their fucking biceps are the size of like 100 pound dumbbells stop them on camera rom picks up old boy by the neck and just lifts him up and stabs him with the biggest hunting knife I've ever seen in my life. And so this whole game... They all look like just, Wreck-It Ralph. They fucking all do look like Wreck-It Ralph. And you're this whole game, you're like, I gotta fuck it. You just know, eventually, I'm gonna have to fucking fight this guy. <laughs> like, he's a fucking force to be reckoned with. And so you go through the whole game. You're trying to fucking figure out the secrets. about. You eventually figure out how to make something called the light mass bomb, which you're going to try to deploy deep down in the locust hive. <laughs> Kill all the locusts, blah, blah, blah. Generic action plot. Who cares? What makes this game awesome is the voice acting, the way it personifies war in a not-so-tangible form. And Rom is fucking awesome. The last fight with Rom on the train is rad. And if you're playing it on insane, you better bring a buddy. And you better each not miss with your torque bows. Because Rom can control Krill, and he's got a torque bow. And he will fuck your shit up. Rom is awesome. I don't know if I like Gears of War as much as I just like General Rom. Yeah. But he is the highlight <laughs> of the, the series. General Rom spinoff. General Rom spinoff. That's what I want. Uh, no other game has had a, an antagonist as good as Rom, and it won't. And that's a part of what makes Gears of War so good. I wish I could go back and play Gears of War 1 for the first time. I can't. But the first time you see like a crawler, those little crawler guys, the spider guys are cool. The brew max with their giant cannons on their back. Like, it feels awesome. The game is awesome. Yeah. I love this game. Play Gears of War if you haven't played it already. Gears of War 5 also looks pretty good. It looks okay. Like, I know I said I wasn't going to do it again. You did say you weren't going to do it. It looks better than 4. Yes. So we'll see. I didn't play 4. 4 was the first Gears of War game I haven't played. Yeah, it was. You didn't miss anything. That's what I've heard. Literally nothing. Anyway, that's it for Jake's Nostalgia Vault. (laughs) Jake's ROM Vault. Uh, You want to see my ROM figurines? Yes. (laughs) I got lots of ROM figurines. Yes. Anyway, Nora, what's up next? Um, Is it my Steam Spotlight? I don't know, girl. I don't know, girl. This is your podcast, (laughs) too. Yes, it's Steam Spotlight. So uh, I used to do something called Streamer Spotlight, where I would talk about uh, fellow streamers. um, Whatever. That's that's so 2008. Yeah, right? Yeah, that was so last year. Um, so we switched over to talk about Steam Spotlights. Uh, I've kind of switched to more PC gaming lately, so we've been talking about games that I'm playing on PC. And 
Um, I'm kind of going to marry this into what I'm going to start doing on Thursdays on my Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv slash easily ignorable. Um, Thursdays have now become thrifty Thursdays, and I'm going to be playing those free slash cheap games on Steam that you're not sure about. I'm going to play those even if they are outside of my wheelhouse, even if I don't think they're going to be that good. I'm going to play them so I can see what all the fuss is about and see if they're even worth downloading because I know not everyone has a big game budget. Uh, there's so many games that come out every year. We kind of got to be, you know, selective on what we choose. So it's nice every once in a while to get a free or relatively cheap game and that turns out being really good. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So this time I played um, What Remains of Edith Finch. It's a great fucking Oh my god, game. I almost had like a stroke. I was like, I almost had filch because I just watched the <laughs> just watched Harry Potter. Potter. I did. God, what, just, what remains of what remains of Argus Filch is I, a much different uh, is a just, much different video game. I just watched a one through three over the last like couple of days. That was some um, good ones. Yeah, so this this was a more well known game. I mean, I love this game. Yeah, it won some uh, awards at the. It won a few awards. awards. Yeah, absolutely. It was really really good. Um, I hadn't played it. I'd heard about it. I'd watched a little bit of it. Um, it's a puzzle game. It's a walking simulator. You play as Edith. You're going back to your family home, which ironically, speaking of Harry Potter, looks a lot like the Weasley's house. It sure does. Um, it's the just burrow. a house built. Yeah, it looks like the burrow. It's like a house built on top of another house. And there's like little rooms and uh, parts of the ship are built into the house. So basically this family comes over from, what was it? Like they're Scandinavian, I think. Yes. Um, so basically they come over, they, there's like some curse they think is with them, they wreck at sea, um, and just every couple of years, like another part of their family dies, uh, tragically, in some kind of crazy accident, or they just disappear. So, um, Edith is the last one, and she comes back to the house to go through kind of each room of her family member and kind of relive or reminisce, I guess, about what happened to them. And um, you find out why. I don't really want to spoil it while she's co- why she's coming back. But it's really good. The music's good. Um, the, the graphics I really liked. It, as sad as it sounds, it's a really kind of colorful game and interesting game. Each room is completely different. And they tell you the story. And you kind of get to see um, what happened or that past person's life. It reminds me a lot of um, Blackwood Crossing, which was another game I played off Steam last year. Yeah, I, I got a platinum on that game. Yeah, that was a really good game too. Also, the game made me sad. At it the was end. sad, but Fuck. it was. It, it reminds me a lot of that game. It's a little bit yeah. of a puzzle game. Um, yeah, it's really great. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Actually, it made me sad. It made me tear up. Um, yeah, I think I got it for maybe fifteen or twenty dollars. It's probably less now. It was worth it. It it wasn't super long. It only took me a few hours to finish because um, it is just a walking simulator. But nice. there were a couple parts where I was a little confused about where to go next. Mm-hmm. But but overall, it's not. At the very beginning, I was like, how the fuck do I get into this house? Because it like, wouldn't I, let you yeah. in the front door and then you had to kind I will of go say, the side. And... Walking simulators are like that in a lot yeah. of ways. Like People talk about how easy they are. Sometimes it's not so easy. You should play a game called yeah. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. That's a fucking... That game will make you cry. That game will make you feel things like existential fucking dread, Nora Darling. Yeah. So play play. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Did you play Gone Home yet? Uh, I did. I was going to oh talk about God. that next time. God. Gone yeah. Home. Yeah. And what I, game I love I love Gone Home more than I like any, almost any game of yeah. all time. And that game is AKA a walking simulator. That's really all it is. But every time I play that game, I cry. I cry yeah. every... I cry... Jake lays in the ground, tries not to cry, cries every tries. time. It is <laughs> a really good game. 
It's very, it's so simple. Like, some people will watch it and be like, wow, this is lame. But it's so good. The story's great. The music's great. It's creepy in a way that I didn't think I'd be creeped out. Oh, for sure. Even though there's really nothing scary happening. People think it's a horror game. Yeah. It's, because it's, like, it's a big creepy it's house. it's storming and it's but a it's big not creepy a, house. Yeah. It's not. It's like a fucking, like, it's a love, it's kind of like a love story a little yeah. bit. And it's so beautiful. And I have a Christmas duck plushie because there's a little Christmas duck. Yeah. And, um. It was good. I love Gunnel. what I'm gonna play I love on Finch. What I'm gonna play Gunnel. on Thursday is another one of those um, kind of walking simulator sad games. It's called Last Day of June. Last Day of June. No, no. Okay. Um, it's I'm getting. I got it for like eleven bucks on Steam. I'm gonna play it Thursday on the Girl Streamers channel, which is twitch.tv slash girlstreamers underscore inc at six p.m. Central Time. Oh, um, that's fun. It's yeah. It's basically about this couple. I think guy and a girl, and yeah. I I think they get into a car accident. I'm not sure. It's supposed to be like a love story that like rips your heart out in the end. So, you know, like a lot of games that we've played. So, yeah, um, mostly it's on walking sale simu- right what, now. Yeah, what walking simulators don't give you yeah. in action, they make up for an amazing story. And I heard so. that it's just really beautifully done. The art style is neat and great music. So we'll see what that's like. I'm gonna play that Absolutely. on Thursday. I'm excited to hear what you think about it next week, Nora Darling. Uh, so. We're about an hour. We're about an hour and eight minutes in. Yeah. We're here. We're doing, and we're pretty much done. But there's one thing that is yet to be vanquished, yet to be beaten, yet to be triumphed over. Nor darling, what is this week's final boss? The final boss came to us, and I picked it because it is current. It is about we happy few a little bit. Fuck. Okay. Kind of. It's the theme. So uh, it says, "Hey Jake, or Hey Nora, Hey Jake." So, I'm right there with you. This We Happy Few is broke. I guess he was looking at your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was looking at it. Because yeah. I haven't really tweeted much about it yet. Because I've been tweeting about how I like it. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. apparently he follows you on Twitter. Uh, I'm disappointed because I waited so long for it, but I'm holding out for a patch. Oh, I like that. He's got hope, like me. Wasn't there supposed to be a day one patch we didn't get? Yeah. Well, he's holding out I'm for a, a cur- hero. I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> It says, anyway, it got me wondering what other games coming out this year might be duds. What game do you think coming out this fall is going to disappoint you most? Yours truly, uh, Insane Clown Possum. Oh, Possum. Ew. Gross. Um, well. It's creepy. ICPP. Uh, or ICP. Yeah. <laughs> ICPP. <laughs> Um, my ugly laugh is on stream forever now (laughs) i'm canceled canceled jake magnum too many beers i'm going to my trailer (laughs) anyway uh all the games that could come out this the rest of this year or or all the games that we currently know about in production yeah i think he probably means the ones that are that we know are coming out this fall oh a game that i think could just be a fucking flop and a half yeah death stranding the dead yeah. baby, the the weird dead Norman, the weird Norman Reedus dead baby game. I don't know enough about this fucking game to think about to know, yeah. but I just it just looks so weird and high concept that I just think that even if it's great, it's gonna go right over my head and I'm gonna be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely that game for sure. That's the only game that I know about right now that I'm just absolutely completely it's almost up in the too air. Vague. It's hard to get excited because yeah. it's so vague. Yeah. Norman Reedus is a... I don't know fucking... That doesn't give you anything. I don't know anything about it. That's half of why I want to play it, but also why I don't think it's going to be a Mm -hmm. good game. I don't know. Um, If I were to pick a game... I feel like it's one of those games, though, like, if you go too vague, 
you're not going to have a lot of initial purchases on release date. And depending on what those few people who buy it say is going to determine how the rest of your sales go. It's too risky, sure. in my opinion. It's very risky. It's very hardcore. But that being that being said, Guillermo del Toro is involved. So That's I'm going to hold out hope because my boy, my boy is great. I love my boy. Pretty much I love everything he just turns, just turns to gold. Not everything. Have you seen that one weird movie? That was it called? Uh, the House on Crimson is it Crimson Peak? Crimson Peak. Have you no. seen Crimson Peak? Uh-uh. It's not a very good horror movie. Oh, um, I seen it. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, but if I had to pick a, if I had to pick a game, you are kind of a woman. If I had to pick a game that I am cautiously optimistic about, but could be terrible, um, there's a game coming out by Don't Nod, who is the people, the, the people who do Life is Strange. It's kind of like a detective, Twin Peaksy looking mystery. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. I think it's like Twin Mirror. Yeah, Twin Mirror is what it's called. Um, you play like a detective going to like a small town. It's very Twin Peaks, and I love Twin Peaks. In a game that's like Twin Peaks, I'm in. I'm here for it. But it could be. I don't. I just hope they're not cashing in too much on the Life is Strange name because it also looks like a walking simulator. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm very scared. I'm also scared that the ending of The Walking Dead is not going to live up to the hype. Then again, ICP, I am not an optimist. So most of these games could end up being terrible and I wouldn't be too surprised. But I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Question mark. Question mark. Maybe I would have to pick death stranding as mine though. Yeah. Mine is not necessarily a game. It's a DLC, but I think that the destiny Two forsaken DLC is going to suck hard. Are you still playing destiny Two? No, nobody is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm just kidding that's, but that's I mean Destiny I 2 did suck and I can't imagine the DLC being any better I wouldn't waste your money on it I didn't think Destiny 2 sucked that bad I thought Destiny 2 was better than Destiny 1 no yeah it definitely was better than Destiny 1 yeah I played but it longer than Destiny 1 I think that game for sure is gonna suck and I don't know the name <sighs> of it and it's not coming out this fall but the one that for the people who made Firewatch, they're coming out with that like Egyptian mm-hmm. mummy game. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that one's gonna suck too. It looks weird. It looks interesting. I know what you're talking about. It's like like I like it I because I like Firewatch, but I think it's kind of the same thing with the Life is Strange two coattails. Firewatch Don't, was a yeah. was a grand slam. I well yeah it was. A grand slam. And wasn't a grand slam. It, it didn't have a pl- it didn't have a platinum trophy. Yeah, it almost uh. made it over the fence, but I'm worried this next game's gonna suck. Oh. Well, yeah. we're worried, but we're cautiously optimistic. I'll probably still play it, but you know you will. Worried what else you get? What are you gonna do? Not play it? I mean, come on. No, we're gonna play it. Anyway, guys, that's about does it for this week's episode of the Strategy Guide Podcast. This has been episode fifty-three, and as always, I'm your big tough man host, Jake Magnum. You can find me on Twitter at Who Is Jake Magnum, Instagram Jake Magnum, Snapchat Mr. Magnum fourteen twenty-five. Find me, follow me. Let's talk video games or life. I don't care. <laughs> Nora Darling, where can the people find you? Everywhere. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, my website, easilyignorable.com. All my handles are easily ignorable. It's my PS4. It's my Xbox gamer tag. You're welcome to add me. I am most active on Twitter. That's where I would message me if you want me to answer you quickly. Um, besides that, you can always email me if you have any inquiries. Uh, or if you're interested in my Twitch channel, you can go over and check that out, twitch.tv slash easily ignorable. All right, guys. Well, we hope you do not forget to take your joy before listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. We know it was kind of a downer. But we will see you again this time next week 
for another rousing episode. And until then... You have to say we've come to the end, end of our time. We've come to the end of our time. <laughs> and now... The end is near. Oh my god. It's no more time fears. we face <laughs> the final curtain. Put your pride aside. And use the guide. Peace. Bye. We out. <laughs>